Welcome to the Burbs Minute Podcast, quite possibly the greatest Alex Trebek movie ever made. I'm Jeff Ferry. And I'm Chris Derkach. And this week we're covering Minute 26 of the Burbs, which begins with Ricky trying to impress a girl and ends with Ray talking to Art through a closed window. All right, so now we have a minute of the Burbs with Ricky as narrator. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) He has now become, oh, God, what's his name? Rod Serling. He's going to explain what's going on in the neighborhood. (laughs) He's actually got a girl with him on the porch, too. He's explaining it, too. I know. So he's invited a girl over. Not sure if she's a girlfriend or, you know, just a female friend. Just she's decked out head to toe, you know, washed denim. Yes. (laughs) Yes. <laughs> Big dangly earrings. <laughs> she is holding on to the 80s with both hands. Yes. And he's got his leather jacket on, which I feel is a Corey Feldman thing. <laughs> that has less to do with Ricky and more to do with Corey Feldman. Yeah. Yeah, so they've decided their evening entertainment is going to be not going to a movie, not watching TV, because those things aren't real. They're going to no. watch their neighbors. <laughs> she says, Ricky, what about your parents? He says, oh, they're not home till Thursday. Yeah. Which, again, <laughs> we've been trying to get a timeline here. We're not totally sure when this all starts. But it all right. starts with the night, the first beginning of the movie where Ray is outside. So that's night one. We're now into night two. We don't know what day it is, but we do know his parents will be back Thursday. So he's got a couple days at least. Yeah. So giving him the benefit of the doubt – that that night was Friday night going into Saturday. This is now Saturday night. He still only got five days to paint his entire house. I hope the parents didn't leave and say, make sure this house is painted before we get back. <laughs> yeah. First of all, those are some a-hole parents right there. <laughs> this is true. We're going on vacation. Paint the house while we're gone. You know what? They know he's a layabout. They're going to do nothing. That's yeah. why. I mean, they can't. They've been trying to get him to join the Army. He's not going for that. <laughs> he's not going to college. Yeah. He's certainly not going to college. He's been talking about getting this band together, but he can't even play an instrument. He can air guitar real good, but yeah, yeah he can't play an he's instrument. He's a decent air guitarist. <laughs> he, he finished third in an air guitar competition. So he's going to just watch his neighborhood, which leads me to the question, is this the first time he's done this? I, I honestly don't think so. Because he seems very confident that this is going to happen tonight. Yes. <laughs> so how many jaunts into the neighborhood have these guys done? I mean, they're getting comfortable. They're bringing chairs out. They're getting ready to hang out on the porch. Yes. He does not seem like this doesn't happen. Uh, not all the time. Let's say once a quarter. Right. <laughs> this happens. Yeah. yeah. That's why he's got to catch it because he doesn't want to miss it because it might be a little while before it happens again. So the real question is, what previous adventures have we been on? Did we did we watch the naps at some point? Did we check out what's going on at Walter's house? Did we venture out of our neighbor out of Mayfield Place to other people's houses and spy on them. Did we watch the neighbors chase the naps out of town? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Are we spying on that other guy at the end of the neighbor at the end of the street who lives next to Walter? The one who's smart enough to stay in his house? Yeah. Who just stays inside and goes, Oh my god, these guys again, they're outside. <laughs> yeah, so he starts narrating. He's like, you know, art starts heading outside. Yeah. And for the second time Ricky gives the line God, I love this street. Yeah. But she says, can't we go to a movie? And he says, a movie? That's not real. It's the same as television. Trust me, this is real. That's yeah. what he says. This is real. <laughs> Pay no attention to the fact that we're obviously on a back lot. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so he says, God, I love this street. This is the second time he says it. I know he says it at least once more. I don't know if it's more than that. Maybe twice more. Yeah. 
Because I know he says it at the end, and he may say it again to Rumsfeld later. He gets he looks right into the camera and goes, This is my this is my neighborhood. That's what he says. Yeah. <laughs> so Art's sneaking around. <laughs> again. Yeah, sneaking around. He's hiding behind a tree. Who's he hiding from? He's looking across the street like he's hiding from somebody. He lives next door to Ray. At least he doesn't have a gun in his hand this time. That's all I got to say. This is a good point. <laughs> he lives next door to Ray. So if he's hiding, he's hiding from somebody across the street from him. So he's hiding from Rumsfeld, from Ricky? Who is he hiding from? Unless he's hiding from Ray's wife. But he's on the other side of the tree. Right. He is on the he, other. He's in between their house and the tree. If he was hiding from somebody, he'd be hiding from somebody on the other side of the street. Right. Yeah, I guess he's hiding from the Rumsfelds. Yeah, I don't know. He's hiding from, he doesn't want the Rumsfeld to see him or Ricky. Yeah, because only then did he start walking across into their bushes. Like, he definitely comes out very cartoon-like and tiptoes behind that tree, too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, this is – and this is only the lead-up to what is going to be a play that goes on for the next few minutes of, <laughs> of Art sneaking across their lawn. He has now changed to a pretty much all-powder blue outfit. Yeah. It's quite a look. <laughs> but again, he's sneaking around like, oh, it's very dangerous. Like, he's acting like it's late. Yeah. As we previously said, Jeopardy's on. And Jeopardy, it's... for the last hundred years, has been on at 7 o'clock here. Right. I mean, I assume it's still 7 o'clock in Iowa, too. I mean, they didn't DVR it so they could watch it later. It is the 80s. I was going to say. I'm pretty sure they didn't DVR it. Yeah. <laughs> Unless they popped a tape into the VCR, they didn't do that. Right. It wasn't even TiVo time, was it? No. Uh, I don't think TiVo's around to the late 90s. Right. Yeah, we're looking at just VCR, maybe. Yeah, I mean, and even at that, if you're taping it and you're not around, that means you have to set a VCR, which we all know for most people was like quantum physics. Yeah, it wasn't easy. Yeah. TiVo was introduced in 1999. Oh, wow. Yeah. I was going to say, because I didn't have any of those type of things until at least in 2000s. Oh, I'm saying like 2006, seven. Yeah. That's I when I first re- got DVR. I never had TiVo. I do remember if something was coming on like two hours later and we weren't going to be home, I would put like a six-hour VHS tape in there and just let it record the whole time. Oh, I've done that. <laughs> oh, there's a movie coming on I want to watch at midnight, but I'm not going to be here after 8.30. I'll just throw the old thing in SLP. Yep. Record tape all night. <laughs> I mean, I don't know if I have it. I mean, I think some of those VHSs still exist at my mother's house. I can only imagine what's on them. Oh, God, yeah. Just the weirdest stuff taped. And, like, who knows what I'm trying to tape? You know, because you tape the weirdest stuff. Yeah. Be like, why did I even tape this? I think I have endless VHS tapes of wrestling, too. Oh, there's a shock. Up in the attic, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think I still have them. <laughs> All right, so and then we get uh, right at the end of the minute, we cut back inside their house where they're still watching Jeopardy, and they are feverishly writing down their scores. Yeah, they are playing for keeps. Maybe they can actually play because they're like neck and neck. Maybe you know, maybe it's a challenge. Yeah, they're they're so evenly matched. Yeah. See, that's the problem. I'm I don't think I'm any smarter than my wife. I just know a lot of dumb things. Right. I think I would definitely be better at Jeopardy than her. Which is all you need for Jeopardy. Like, I stink at some of the categories. Like, when the Shakespeare category comes up, you're like, I'm dead. Like, I don't know. Like, famous British monarchs. I'm never going to get any. I'm going to say Henry VIII and everyone. (laughs) But, you know, a lot of the history and stuff, like, I know all that stuff. So I'm good there. Usually if there's six six categories, I'm usually really good at two, I'm okay at two, and then the other two are, I got nothing. Right. You know what will really make you feel dumb on that show? You know when they have the categories where you have to, like, there's some sort of thing you have to do. 
It's like before and after. Or it's it's got like a little special thing you have to do. <laughs> when they're like three or four questions deep in the category, and you're like, I haven't even figured out how to do it yet. Not only am I not going to answer it, right, I'm not even sure what I'm supposed to do. <laughs> I mean, there's a reason why Wheel of Fortune's on after Jeopardy. It's because after Jeopardy makes you feel like an idiot for a half hour. You need to see just the the bottom feeders on Wheel of Fortune show. And play Wheel of Fortune. Yeah. <laughs> With the person standing there and it's like M blank, SS blank, PP blank, whatever. <laughs> and the guy's like, I don't know. I need to buy a vowel. I'm going to buy a vowel. <laughs> All right. So while we're talking game shows, we'll talk about a little man named Alex Trebek. I won't insult your intelligence and ask if you know who Alex Trebek is. I was going to tell you I didn't if you asked. <laughs> yeah, here's a good question for you. How old do you think Alex Trebek is? I'll tell you what, he's another one of the people that doesn't age much. But I'd say he's got to be 70. He is 76 years old. Wow. So everybody knows he's host. I'm trying to think. When did he start hosting Jeopardy? Just give a guess when you think he started hosting Jeopardy. Well, we know it's 80s. 82. 84. 84, wow. Yeah. And I mean, Jeopardy's been around since, uh, God, I know, the 70s, I think. I'm not looking up because what I really want to see is I'm going to flip through his because he has been in a lot of stuff. So, wait, he wasn't the first host of Jeopardy? No. Oh, um, Okay, I'm not going to look. This is one of the moments where we're going to spend time with me attempting to think who it is. I like this game. The game of me not knowing the answer (laughs) to a question. It's uh, uh, I don't know if I'm going to come up with this one. You know what I'm trying to remember from? Uh, he gets name-checked in a Weird Al song. Really? Uh, it's not Don Pardo. That's the guy who did the voice that did, like, the Saturday Night Live voice. Um, so he gets checked on I Lost on Jeopardy, probably? Yeah, it's I Lost on Jeopardy. He says who it is. He says the original host's name. Of course, now that I'm, now I'm all over the screen now, I can't find it at all. <laughs> yeah, you'll never find it now. Oh, no, because I'm on his Wikipedia page, which, since he's hosted for 900 years, is pretty long. <laughs> and I would say for most people of the last 20 years, besides being famous for being obviously on Jeopardy, I would say he's also pretty famous for the Celebrity Jeopardy skits on Saturday Night Live. Yeah. Art Fleming. That's who hosted it before him. You looked that up that time. You didn't just oh, come Oh, absolutely. Out. I looked it up. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, they, yeah, they have a list of all the shows he's hosted, which I'm not going to read. Uh, I'm just going to go through his cameo appearances. Uh, he was on Mama's Family. He was in Rain Man, Cheers, Predator 2. These Most of them are – he's as the voice of Jeopardy, host of Jeopardy. Right. WrestleMania 7. <laughs> what was it? WrestleMania 7. He was Get himself, out. ring announcer and interviewer. I don't remember him at WrestleMania 7. White Men Can't Jump. He hosts Jeopardy. I remember that one. That's remember where that's Woody Harrelson's girlfriend goes on there. Yeah, Quince. Wasn't it a Quince? Yeah. <laughs> Things that start with Q. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> It was Groundhog yeah. Day. He's the host of Jeopardy. Uh, he was in the Larry Sanders Show, 90210. This is the one I remember, The X-Files. He's a man in black who Agent Mulder thought looked incredibly like Alex Trebek. Really? He played yeah. that character, huh? Oh, yeah. that's It's it's the episode Jose Chung's from Outer Space. An absolutely fantastic episode. That sounds good. Seinfeld, he's the host of Jeopardy. He's been on The Simpsons. He was on The Weird Al Show. He was in Mafia, that awesome movie. Saturday Night Live, he was himself. He was on one of the Celebrity Jeopardies. Yeah, he's a family guy, host of Jeopardy. He really has spread his wings, hasn't he? Yeah. And he was in the He's still working. Oh, he's still working. He's still hosting Jeopardy. I I know he's still hosting. He's still doing cameos, apparently, too. 
Oh yeah. The the thing that I love on Jeopardy, he does two things that I really enjoy. One, I love when he does the accents. <laughs> Inexplicably does accents for stuff. Like something will be in French and he'll read it in this French accent. That <laughs> and when somebody gets a question wrong and he just flippantly says to them what the right answer is, oh no, I'm sorry, that's actually the West Coast. Like, you moron. <laughs> like he knew. Yeah, yeah, like he knew. You didn't know that. You got the answers in front of you. <laughs> right. <laughs> All right, yeah, so that's basically where we end. We get up to the point we see Art poke his head at the window, tap on the glass, just enough for them to hear, look back, and Art waits about two seconds too long to duck out of the way. Yeah. <laughs> He's really late ducking. So there's a few questions about Art's move right here at the last second of this of this minute. Why tap on the glass? Why not just knock on the door? They're See, both they, sitting there. They're going to hear you. Here's my th- I think he tapped on the window and thinking she wouldn't hear. He only wanted Ray to hear. Yeah. <laughs> did, did he think that there was some sort of decibel that he could tap on that only men could hear? Well, nobody said Art was smart. They just said. <laughs> this is a good point. It's a fair point. It's like, I'll just tap, 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 and hope that his wife, sitting right next to him, doesn't hear me. <laughs> Yeah. And then I'll wait until Ray's already turned around and saw me. Yeah. So I wait until she turns around and then I duck off to the side. <laughs> it's not the best plan. <laughs> I think it would probably be best if he uh, just left the plans to somebody else. Right. The other the other note I had is like, why not just call? Uh, yeah, that's what I was thinking too. Just give him a call. Yeah, if you wanted to just talk to Ray, just call him. Overall, yeah. we know Art doesn't have a phone. That's true. That's true. <laughs> His wife's probably like some crazy bohemian lady. Doesn't have anything in their house. <laughs> all right. I don't believe I have anything else. No. I've handled all the art and Ricky moments that we've had in this minute. This yeah. is definitely a setup minute for what's to come. Yeah. It's it's coming. <laughs> <laughs> Do you have anything yeah. else in your copious notes? No, I'm looking. I don't see anything. All right. So uh, thanks for joining us for the Burbs Minute. Make sure you check out our Twitter at the Burbs Minute. Uh, Burbs Minute on Facebook. You can uh, email us at theburbsminute at gmail.com. Um, you can listen to me over on Slycast where we talk about Sylvester Stallone. You can go to our blogger where we have a bunch of links. We link to Chris's eBay where he sells wrestling figures. I don't, don't believe say, there's, there's no Alex Trebek WrestleMania 7 figure. I didn't see one. And don't <laughs> say it's so disgusting when you say it. Disgust it when you say it either. <laughs> <laughs> don't worry. I'm sure a lot of people are. Listen, we're on a podcast about the burbs. There's only so much I can talk down to you. <laughs> uh, make sure you go over to iTunes and follow us or and leave us a five-star review or follow us on whatever uh, podcasting feeder that you use. I know there's like 3,000 of them. Okay, uh, I don't have anything else. Uh, also, check out the Burbs Global Community on rumboard.com. Ah, well done. Yeah, it was, <laughs> it was in my notes to mention it. And as you can see, I did not. <laughs> We have a, a nice community going down there. Yes, and let's be honest, 90% of the people on there know more about the Burbers than we do. Honestly, they do. Yes. <laughs> we're going to use them to correct all the stuff that we get wrong. <laughs> yeah, we're, we're hoping to get some feedback from them so we can fix stuff. We're going to also pretend that 10 episodes ago, I didn't refer to Dana Olson as a she, even though it's a guy. We're going to yeah, just blow no. past that and pretend like that didn't happen. We knew. We just wanted to test everybody. And yeah, see I was that. testing everybody else. It's not like yeah. I found out later that night and realized my mistake. <laughs> and then got corrected on Twitter. Okay, so that's <laughs> it. Uh, what is stay safe, neighbors? <laughs>